It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left. You're right, President Trump was in office when the COVID virus was released from a lab in, in China, from the Wuhan lab. And he tried to make that very clear that this came from China. And reporters regularly dismissed that. I appreciate the gentlelady's passion. There are two facts that she should perhaps be alerted to. One is that Donald Trump, on more than 20 different occasions, defended the performance of the Chinese government, and specifically um, President Xi, in terms of his treatment of COVID-19 and said he was doing a wonderful job and a great job and they were working closely and they were constantly in touch. Oh God, so little time, so many alpha liberals. I would go immediately .com and get an alpha liberal t-shirt. We have more than one design. Adam Schiff. Oh God, I love Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor I'm going up against our team with their two brain cells. Oh my God. I'm loving these Republican that hearing. Amazing. This is way more fun than I thought it would be. Who knew they were Wait, holding other hearings in a rake factory? Do we have do we have more Raskin? Oh, yeah. I believe we do. So if there's a problem with the Chinese government unleashing a virus, which has not been proven anywhere, but it certainly could be true, you would have to pin that on your uh, favorite president, Donald Trump. The second thing is President Trump's own special advisor on COVID-19, Deborah Burks, I'm sure you're aware and you're, I'm sure you've read her book, uh, said that the lethal recklessness of Donald Trump's policies about COVID-19 cost Americans hundreds of thousands of lives. Oh my God. Oh God, I just, I got a little shiver up my leg. Chris is just excited Mike that Deborah Brooks is back. Bam. <laughs> Scarfy McScarferson <laughs> from Scarftown is back. <laughs> Speaking of which, Chris, who said... Would this be? Oh, this would be January 24th, uh, 2020. China has been. Do you have any any hint yet? China has been working very hard to contain the coronavirus. The United States greatly appreciates their efforts and trades work out very well. In particular, on behalf of the American people, I want to thank President Z. Who said that? The Great Kazoo. Do voice and everything. That would be uh, to President President Air quotes uh, Trump as uh, Jamie Raskin. Point it out. Oh my God! Bitch slapping with them with the facts, left and right, willy nilly. Oh God, that was a willy nilly slap. The, the facts. He the hearings were so fun yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I. This is what happens when you, you know, are human. Right wing talking point yeah. that stays in your bubble on Fox mm -hmm. News, and you think, uh, you know, that the lies you peddle on Fox are just no one else is going to go. No, that's not how it. It wasn't that long ago. No, no. Okay. Uh, where I just I need some more. Now it's like crack. I need some more. Oh, the bitch slapping of Jim George. Oh, and then Matt Gates doing Chinese, Matt Gates just Chinese talking. In the face. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! They're either doing like Putin talking points for Russia, or they're doing literally right? Chinese propaganda. Literally. Yeah, where is this? Where, oh, <laughs> 21. okay, twenty-one. Matt Gates, Rapey McDoorhead. Doctor, call. Do we have uh, DOD personnel in Ukraine now? We do. We have a couple dozen at the embassy. Other than the embassy, any other personnel? How about CIA? Are training folks in Ukraine? Uh, I'm not going to talk about that in, a, in an unclassified setting. Happy to talk about that further in the classified briefing. Is the Azov Battalion getting access to U.S. weapons? 
Uh, not that I'm aware of, um, but if you have information, uh, I'd seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the Global Times investigative report that uh, indicate that talks about training. It's uh, from the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensics Research Lab, uh, citing that the Azov Battalion was even getting stuff as far back as 2018. Without objection, so ordered. Um, okay, and then there was this. The witness. The witness. Any reason to disagree with that assessment, Doctor? Is this Paul? the? I'm sorry. Is this the Global Times from China? No, this is. Well, that's what you read. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, would that be a reason? Uh, I, I, as a general matter, I don't take Beijing's propaganda. Well, no, no. Yeah, but just value. tell me if the if the allegation is true or false. I mean, uh, it, I don't have any evidence one way or the okay. other. As a general matter, I don't take Beijing's propaganda at face value. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. I would agree with that assessment. <laughs> Exploding comedy He's cigar. He's not very smart. <laughs> I don't. Don't you love how smart he thinks he is? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, you know what? I just and I read that. Wait. What? I happen to have huh? this fact right here from Chinese propaganda. It was given to me by my staffer. He didn't staffer? know that it was Chinese oh propaganda. Staffer. Oh my god. Someone got fired. Oh my night. god. Someone got fired. Oh my god. And then. Eric Swalwell, another thing of beauty. He bitched not only Matt Gates over bringing, I don't know, somebody met at a gun club. Yeah, I think yeah. killed someone in their family as his guest. So there was that. And then the, the uh, fentanyl. Oh, my God. He had to take Oh, Marjorie, my God. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene just got. All right. So let's start with 15. I don't. I, can I just say for the life of me, and Bob Seska talks about this all the time as well, who we'll talk to in just a few minutes. Why do they think Biden seizing more fentanyl at the border than any president ever is a bad? I don't understand. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I'm confused. How is that a bad thing? This whole thing, and also Marjorie Taylor Greene, I, I didn't clip it, but she right. also had a witness there. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Who was going nuts about her son dying from fentanyl poisoning. Yes. And she's like, and he was in and out of rehab, and he was, and it's like, lady, your son had a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason he died from fentanyl right. poisoning. Right. Not because of. Right. Yes. Drug cartel coyotes bringing right. it across right. the border. Here she is, Mayor of Crazy Town. And since the Biden administration has taken over, there has been a direct result mm -hmm. in the number of deaths in this country from fentanyl. I want you to know that in 2020, mm -hmm. there were 4.8 thousand pounds of fentanyl seized by CBP. But oh, in no. 2021, fiscal year 2021, mm -hmm. it increased to 11.2 yeah. thousand pounds oh. of fentanyl was seized by the CBP. That is a direct result of Biden administration failure policies. Um, so seizing more rather than... In she's the, not in good the with math. Year. Isn't she the one that said six billion people are coming across our southern border? Because there's only eight point. billion in the entire world. Right. But anyway, she had a, a math fail yesterday as well. She, numbers are not her yeah. strong suit. And also words. It's not physical year. It's fiscal. By the way, year. that, that okay. squeaky sound you hear, that's that's what it would sound like if... A dog chewed on Marjorie Taylor Greene's brain. Or her foot. Okay. Her foot looks like a chicken foot. Please, go on. The Biden administration is failing this country mm. by not protecting our border and securing our border and stopping Chinese fentanyl from being brought into mm. our country illegally by the cartels, and people are dying every single day because of it. Mm. Fentanyl deaths have doubled, doubled. Mm. Between two years, from April 2019 to April 2021, those are the statistics we have. That's the squeaky sound when her brain's trying to do math. Can She's... I just yes. point out something she yes. said there? Yes. When she said that the number doubled in those years? Yeah. April 2021, Biden right. had only been in office for four months. Right. right. The rest of that was all under... 
Let's the see. former guy. Let's see. Oh, right. The orange guy. Okay. The former guy. Um, here comes Alpha Liberal, Eric Swalwell. I believe that the biggest culprit here, and I, I think the Republican colleagues of mine agree, uh, is really going after China. Uh, I, I think China has blood on its hands. I don't think President Biden has blood on his hands. I think China has blood on its hands for the fentanyl crisis uh, because, as a number of people have said, uh, overwhelmingly these fentanyl is coming through points of entry, and overwhelmingly it's U.S. citizens. And the Oops. fentanyl, we know, is coming from over in China. And I, I think internationally we should all work to apply more pressure on China mm. uh, to account for what it's doing. Maybe Marge should ask uh, Matt Gates what the Chinese talking point is on this. Maybe he, she could borrow his copy yeah, of the Yeah, find out what the Chinese propaganda is and then just repeat yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, okay, and one last one, Alpha Ms. Liberal. Green is just divorced from reality when she wants to use the fentanyl seizures as a way to beat up on the president. Because, Sheriff Lamb, you said earlier today that you are literally saving the country with the number of people uh, mm -hmm. that you have saved with those seizures. And, and where I come from, and where my brothers make a big seizure that get guns and drugs off the streets, we don't use that to make a political point. We use that to give an attaboy uh, you know, to the police officers uh, for what they did. And so I'm going to give y'all an attaboy uh, for what you've done. And, and thank you because you've taken a lot of fentanyl off the streets yes. and you've made us a lot safer yeah. uh, because you've done it. I'm sure that's what Marjorie Taylor Greene meant in that she's very pro-police, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, yes. The pro-iest. I think, I think this is a good soundtrack for whenever Marjorie Taylor Greene is thinking. That's what's in her thought bubble at all math, times. Like what a math that? problem. I think it's a seahorse. Yeah, here. It's a seahorse? Yeah. I think it's a squeaky seahorse. It's a squeaky seahorse. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene's. She agrees with Barbie that math is hard. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, hey. Breaking news this morning. Yeah. Well, look at that. Um, Mr. Whiny McWinerson from Wine Town. Isn't he always the FBI? What have we always said? The FBI has always been Team Trump. Yeah. Did they try to spin somehow that it was anti-Trump, starting from New York, mm -hmm. FBI, and McGonagall, and all of this stuff? They were always... Mm -hmm. I, okay. Oh, no. Marjorie Taylor Greene must have a particularly hard math problem. She's just chewing over what Eric Solwell said. Okay, uh, here it is, uh, Carol Lennig in the Washington Post. Uh, Bella's Mike t posted it first. Well, 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 what a surprise. The DOJ wanted to search Trump's Florida property for classified documents, but the FBI resisted. FBI agents wanted to protect Trump, not our national security. Looks like some in the FBI need to go. Mm -hmm. I'll say... Mm -hmm. Um, from uh, Carol Lennon, uh, she tweets, exclusive raid on Trump's home was a result of a bitter tug of war within the DOJ. Prosecutors pushed for it, fearing Trump had concealed classified records. The FBI agents resisted it, fearing a misstep with the ex-president. Uh, previously unreported clashes and scenes in the national security probe, quoting Carol Lennig in the Post. Yep. Some FBI agents wanted to close the criminal case in June after Trump lawyers claimed they handed over all the documents. Mm -hmm. Talk about benefit of the doubt for a lifelong crook, right? Yeah. And liar. Uh, if they did, the government might not have found 100-plus classified records that Trump still had. In a heated showdown about a week before the search, the head of the FBI's Washington field office insisted he didn't want to do a surprise search with a warrant, stressing they should ask Trump's permission to visit his property instead. Oh, my God. Oh, my 
God. I mean, I what more evidence do you need? That, uh, you know, and this whole, re this is the other bitch slapping of Jim Jordan, talking about this stupid weaponization of the DOJ. Oh, my God. It, are you kidding me? It was exclusively weaponized to protect Trump and his criminal mm -hmm. cronies and, and to uh, go after his enemies. Yeah. But, what, oh, one more. Give me just one a taste of uh, Steve Cohen, also on Alpha Liberal Day. Also, it's Alpha Liberal Day on the show. Yeah. Bob Seska, Malcolm Nance, and Carlos Alzraki. Man Meat Wednesday and Alpha Liberal Day. Here's Steve Cohen. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chair, if you would yield for a minute, this section, I've been concerned about the weaponization of the federal government's uh, program. And, you know, I, I think it's pretty clear that the, the federal government judicial justice department was weaponized during the previous administration Thank michael you. cohen went to jail for doing what donald trump asked him to do donald trump was called individual mm -hmm. one he didn't go to jail yeah um, thank you, Steve Cohen. And we have more of that juiciness, oh. including uh, Representative Jackass McNojacket. Oh, it's... Uh, that Did he turn even more like E.T. dying in the creek gray as, you know, he was battered with facts? His heart was... Her, his heart light was not shining. No. Was, Let's it, just say his heart light was not... Ouch. No one turned on his it heart was, light. It was ouch. Ouch. Mm -hmm. I'll be right I'll be right here. here. Dying. <laughs> and then he got on his bike and rode past the moon? Uh-huh. Yeah. 19 minutes after I enjoy us he, 19 minutes he hugged Elliot and you know went up in a ship and Elliot yeah made a rainbow Elliot uh -huh. isn't there someone isn't there representative Elliot Engel is, is he still there I don't is there a chance Jim Jordan will have to say Elliot so. Elliot ouch okay 19 minutes after the hour you know what I'm just I'm at this point I'm just doing this little show for me this is just a little king of comedy I don't even know if anyone's listening I'm enjoying myself can yes. I get a cutout and not come in anymore <laughs> Elliot Engel is no longer in the house. Oh, darn it. There's nobody named Elliot in the house? I don't know. Damn it. Believe me, this is so deeply warped, even I get it. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to She always knows her place. She's got style. She's got grace. She's a winner. Yeah. She's a lady. You know, I take it as a personal affront that Elliot Angle is no longer in Congress. Stephanie Miller. Hmm. Just, you know, we've spent a lot of comedic time and effort talking about Jim Jordan's necrotic head. I couldn't find another Elliot. E.T. Yeah. dying in the creek gray color that he is. Yeah. We need an Elliot in Congress. We wanted him to have to say Elliot. Elliot. Instead, he said this <laughs> after Steve Cohen called him out. No, I don't. I don't. I don't recall the details about well, that. Then that's what I do I... recall is what he said in front of Congress, and he said all kinds of things that weren't accurate. No, well, Mr. Jordan. That's why I ask: Should we not be able to study that? Because you don't know it. I know it. It's clearly out there in the public sector. I've read it so many places, and it's been shown that the federal government and Barr did it. Shouldn't we study what? that? That that's weaponization. Mm. What I would say to the gentleman from Tennessee is what concerns me about the Democrats amendment is in part two, the very first big paragraph mm. on the United States Department of Justice. They say that we shouldn't look into the targeting of parents. We know that happened. Huh? Okay, he was talking about Michael Cohen. But what do you mean he said things that weren't true? He did to Congress. He did not. He said that he brought the receipts. Yeah. He said everything that's now been uh, proven out mm -hmm. about tax fraud, insurance fraud, yep. uh, and wire fraud, etc. Uh, Steve Cohen. 
Mr. Chairman, I, I, with this my time. I'm going to reclaim it because. But you asked me a question. That's how I would just respond. But you're not. That's not the answer. The answer is about. Well, you might not like. That's my answer. You may not like it, but I'm allowed to give the, the answer. The question I was: give. Can we go back to what Trump did to weaponize the Justice Department? I don't know about parents. I'm all for parents, but that's not <laughs> the issue. The issue is the weaponization of the Justice Department that happened under Trump like never before in our country's history. And I was talking about the weaponization of the Justice Department. I yield to Mr. Schiff. <laughs> Oh, oh, and now it's he, like tag team Leslie. He just tagged out Adam Schiff in. <laughs> and here comes our home run hitter. <laughs> I thank the gentleman for yielding, and he is uh, absolutely right. Let's uh, consider an attorney general of the United States, Bill Barr, intervening in specific criminal cases to help cover up for then President Donald Trump, mm -hmm. intervening in the sentencing of Roger Stone against the urging of the prosecutors on the case unheard of since Watergate, uh, intervening in the case against Michael Flynn to make the case go away completely again against the interests of the prosecutors in the case. The Durham investigation of the investigators, a complete bust, a complete waste of money and a bust. Karen in Chicago, hello, Karen. Oh, hello, good morning. It is astonishing, and I'm not sure if Large Marge is capitalizing on the Republican base being that stupid, you know, kind of a la Ann Coulter, or if she is just part of the base. Yeah. Um, but I really, I mean, in the next two years, the ads just write themselves for anybody that is running against these yahoos. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just kind of, it just, I don't, you know, like the Republican Party, look, I have, I've been a lifelong Democrat. My parents um, were raised in a Republican household, but then they kind of like you, Steph, you yeah. know, switched over once um, they started figuring some things out. Yes. And I mean, we've known this. Like, it, that, if you've been, if you were raised a Democrat, you know that this is the Republican playbook. You know, they always count on um, the dumbing down of their base. That's why they don't fund education. Right. Yeah. And you know, the media, you know, the media just goes out there, and you know, obviously they're not doing their job. And then you have Fox yeah. News. But it's like we. Well, I mean, I think I, our side is not only just a lot smarter, but we have the facts on our side, yeah. and they just—that's all they and did, right? It's decent people. I mean, if you know that this is BS and you're going out there peddling it, shame on you. What a horrible person. Yes, thank you, hmm. Bob wow. Seska. Yeah. Next on the Stephanie Miller Show. seeing uh, week by week that now Kevin McCarthy has to pay a new installment on that corrupt bargain, right? So last week, uh, the installment was to give Tucker Carlson uh, unfettered access to police footage, sensitive police footage of the Capitol on January 6th. You know, there's no good ending to that. Alpha liberal, Eric Swalwell. Okay. You are kicking ass and taking yeah, names. Yeah, it is alpha liberal day here on the Stephanie Miller Show, and here he is. Superhero vault. Look at he's wearing his Superman shirt. NY. Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute. I love you, Bob Seska. Where you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska things. Just follow the money. Hi, hi, Bob. Hi, I just noticed the Adam Schiff for Senate sign behind you. Yes. Just now, just we, as we're starting. We went excellent. We went to the launch. It was fantastic. Uh, did you enjoy the Alpha Liberal Parade yesterday in Congress? I thought it was amazing. 
Yes, of yeah. course. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the funniest thing about all of that is uh, is the clip that you played of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the uh, uh, the fentanyl crossing the border. I'm not sure if that's the same alpha liberal march yes. that you're talking about. Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it happened in Congress, and there were certainly some alphas in that room. But, uh, yeah, that was hysterical to me, only because I've been following that saga. For, if that he is serious about this, if, since oh, the beginning of time. Yeah, I was. I quoted you as saying that. You've been talking about this forever. How is seizing a, a ton of fentanyl at the border supposed to be bad for Biden? I don't I, get it. I, I, the only thing I can conclude by that talking point is they're trying to relate the idea that a lot of fentanyl is coming over the border and they're only catching part of it, even though and, and because it's a record amount of fentanyl, that means the amount that's getting passed much must right. be huge. But they never say that they never once have ever said that. Right. So consequently, yeah, yeah, it's this ridiculous standalone talking point like, oh, my God, Joe Biden is a failure at the border. But yet record amounts of fentanyl are at yeah. some point. Do they hear that? And right. go, You know, these things don't match up. Right. One of these things is not like the other. And well, that, maybe we should adjust our talking well, points on this. That was great when Eric Swalwell just said, do you want to say attaboy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> give, right. give the yeah. border patrol an attaboy. You know, I, which is yeah. generally the reaction on Twitter every time something like that gets tweeted out. It was yeah. like, oh, my God. Well, that's incredible. Good job, uh, Joe Biden. And. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas, wow, I can't believe they want to impeach him. What's going on? Yeah, right, right. He's setting records better than Donald Trump's record. Yeah. As, as I've told you before, I could listen to you talk about Jim Jordan's necrotic head. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> He's having all the blood drained out and replaced with sand. <laughs> you you retweeted him. He said, D.C. elites like Fauci, Biden, Buttigieg think they're better than us, but not President Trump. That's exactly why so many people love him. And you said Trump believes he's better than every human who ever existed. I mean, please. That's right, yeah. And I found a video clip. Uh, someone did a super edit of all the times Donald Trump said, nobody's better at the border. Nobody's better at the nuclear than Donald Trump. I'm the greatest president, even greater than the late, great George Washington. Yeah. Which I always find hysterical whenever he has to qualify George Washington by saying the late, great George Washington. Yes. Oh, is he As dead? though we may forget that he's dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the time he says the late, great Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ, he was the late, dead. great Jesus Christ. Like, we're all going to forget that Jesus is dead. Right. Right. Or is he? Um, Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah, good question. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, I just love the um, the bitch slapping about COVID that we also played. Um, you tweeted, it's still an unresolved issue. Wall Street Journal, four other agencies, along with National Intelligence Panel, still judge that it was likely the result of natural transmission. Two were undecided. You said, to be yeah. clear, it's entirely possible it was a lab mishap, but the reporting clearly says it's still unresolved. If the lab has proved to be the culprit, fine, but we're not there yet. But yeah. this is why it was so great. Who it's, was it? Jamie Raskin saying Trump's the only one that praised China about how great they were doing on COVID and how transparent they were. Right. 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 And by the way, if you hear the sound of a drone, it sounds like there's a drone outside my window right now. Yeah. Oh, it just stopped. Anyway. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Jim Jordan spying on situation- you. Yes, <laughs> it's Roger. He's Stone weaponizing the DOJ against the aquatic head is outside hovering. <laughs> right, that's right. It's a Chinese spy balloon. Um, no, he rode his bike but... past the moon in Bob's window. 
<laughs> but with this Wall Street Journal story, this is a case where social media d- tends to get things wrong. And this is a case where everyone jumped to the conclusion, oh, my God, suddenly Joe Biden's admitting it was the Wuhan lab. It was a conspiracy all along. They sent us the virus from China, as Donald China. Trump would say. Yeah. And instead, all you got to do is read like the second paragraph in the Wall Street Journal piece. And say, yeah. Oh, it's just one agency and they've got low confidence and all the other agencies are like, well, it's probably natural transmission yeah. and well, a couple you know, of agencies <laughs> are unsure right now. And so that's it's still a giant question mark. But I go back to the question. Who cares if it came from Thank the lab? You. I, Allison Gill tweeted this question. Um, I do not think COVID came from a lab, but if it did, isn't that worse for Trump? I mean, the initial spread, the lockdown, the economic crash, and school closings all happened on his watch. I don't get how the origin yep. of COVID changes any of that. Right. That's what I've never gotten either. Yeah, yeah. Well, all of this, this whole attack, this whole thing where, oh, yeah, it must have been the Wuhan lab and not uh, the wet market or whatever. This is all a sideline debate to distract from the concept that the president of the United States waited two months to take action knowing the threat that we faced. And this is all played out in Bob Woodward's book. He's got all the quotes, all the audio recordings. I mean, actual audio recordings of Donald Trump saying these things. Oh, yes, it's terrible. It's terrible. Are you going to do anything? Ah, No, I don't think so. And then and then from that point forward, again, this is only a few years ago. It's amazing that we have to refresh everyone's memories. But then after that, even after he took action, it was only a, a few weeks before Donald Trump was saying, ah, you know what? Forget about it. Just go and do what you want. Liberate Michigan. Liberate yeah. Ohio. Go and, I and love who that, cares about protocols and safety. I love that Jamie Preston yeah. quoted Dr. Burks. He's like, yeah. you don't have to you know, listen to the Democratic side. This is Trump's own, you know, uh, uh, whatever she right. was, COVID czar, whatever, talking about how many unnecessary deaths happened because of Trump. And his response. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Study after study has shown that Donald Trump yeah. uh, uh, precipitated hundreds of thousands of additional deaths that uh, could have been prevented if he had just been brave enough and had the courage to take action when he knew that uh, COVID was going to be a real serious threat. And he yeah. didn't. He yeah. refused because he was too worried about running for reelection. One last one. Uh, holy. Jeff Tidrich uh, tweets, COVID is a bioweapon, but it's also a hoax and no worse than the flu. And Donald Trump deserves endless praise for the vaccine I refuse to take is peak dip (laughs) incoherence. Congratulations to you morons. I tip my hat. I mean, it really is. It's just that's what it's become is just complete incoherence. Right. Yeah. Trump deserves credit for the thing I won't take (laughs) that doesn't work anyway. That blah, blah, blah. I mean, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. And um by way of Woody Harrelson, I'm not making that big a deal about it because, after all, it's Woody right. Harrelson. Right. I mean, he's not setting COVID policy for yeah. America. But suffice to say, getting on Saturday Night Live and saying, oh, yes, you could only leave your house if you agreed to take the vaccine, which is a, <laughs> a vast distortion of the timeline. Boy, is he condensing a lot of things yeah. into a bunch of conspiratorial gibberish. Yeah. And so but I wonder, this is the sort of thing that circulates around the globe several times. People start repeating it and it starts to become uh, conventional wisdom among certain demographics. And it just it's bad news. And it it makes me worry for other things that we're going to have to do in the future that will require societal sacrifice. Oh, yeah. And we have measles. Measles is coming back. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. We're well beyond the societal sacrifice portion of our human existence. So unfortunately.
Ay, 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 ay. Um, you tweeted, uh, Rolling Stone said, then President Trump was so upset by Jimmy Kimmel's comedic jabs, he directed his White House staff to call up Disney's stock executives to complain and demand action. And you just said, this right here is a violation of the First Amendment's free speech clause. Mm-hmm. Trump, while president, did the same with Twitter and other social media sites. I mean, they are the yeah. whiniest little snowflake bitches ever, right? I mean, yeah, on top of being immensely contradictory when it comes to free speech. And this is another great example where, well, the Joe Biden campaign calling up Twitter and saying, hey, you know what? Can you take down those D pics of, you know, uh, the vice president's son, please? Versus Donald Trump as president doing that with Twitter on a routine basis. Donald Trump's White House routinely called Twitter demanding things to be taken down. And in this case, He's contacting Disney to get Jimmy Kimmel to stop being mean to Donald Trump. You know, brave, alpha, courageous, the greatest at everything Donald Trump. And my favorite Uh, my favorite big bag of rats story today is the fascist bag of rats. The Trump supporters were thrown out of Ron DeSantis's book signing for wearing Trump stuff. And they were chanting free speech. Fight, fight, fight. You're all equally awful. Yeah. They're like, no, no, we like we like a fascist, just not that one. We like the other one. Well, and the, and the broader point here is if we're going to categorize anything as cancel culture, mm-hmm. it's got to be the government cracking down right. on a, a late night comedian's stand up jokes or mean tweets. You know, th- th- yeah. that is a, a clear trespass into the territory of the First Amendment rather than people saying, uh, people exercising their own free speech rights and reacting to something else. Right. And that's, that, Marjorie that's Taylor the Scott Green. Adams situation, yeah. Right, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm-hmm. She literally said, we demand safe spaces. We deserve it. Isn't that exactly what they, they said about... fact free spaces liberal is what they snow- demand. Right, liberal snowflakes? Yep. She said, uh, <laughs> right, she reiterated her demand for separation from woke liberals by calling for safe spaces for conservatives. She said, we're fed up with Democrat policies. We're fed up with woke ideology being shoved down our throat. We're tired of our children being brainwashed into these same ideas. We want our own safe space and we deserve it. She talks about some woman, you know, harassed her at dinner, some woman and her son. What, David Hogg, thank you, was right. the first one to tweet. She, uh, where is he? He said, uh, uh, "He said I hate when that happens. I was attacked and screamed at in 2018 by an insane woman named Marjorie Taylor Greene. She had no respect for the privacy of me as an 18-year-old school shooting survivor or my staff. She was self-righteous, insane, and completely out of control. Well, she talks, you know, the, her somebody at dinner just upset her, and she needs, I mean, it's just, it's it, it, the double yeah, standards. Yeah. yeah well, and that, that's a situation, that's one of those things that I, I tend to uh, anger our own side with that because i don't think we should be going up and confronting yes, people personally like that right. in restaurants and so no, on. I think i'm not saying ways, i would have done it ways. but she yeah. she did it first of all she called for nancy pelosi to be executed she oh, screamed well, yes, at the president during innocent. the state of the union she harassed yeah. an 18 year old school shooting survivor i was gonna say the thing yeah. about that that story from the restaurant too that's weird is she didn't say the name of the restaurant. She didn't say where she was at. There's no okay. facts to back <laughs> right. this thing up. And then she goes on right. and says, they turned into demons right in front of me. Right, right. Give me a break. Oh, did she go there? See, she, now that's becoming a thing. I've been noticing that a lot, going into the, the religious mythology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like Charlie Kirk was blaming witches for yes. the fact that he had a cold. I, love I think you, uh, right. what Michael Knowles was talking about, how uh, transitioning is a satanic occult ritual. Oh, I mean, God. this is starting to become a serious problem. And I was tweeting before about how 
It's just a matter of time before they start attacking hobbits and minotaurs. Yeah. They're just really, they're upset about the monsters from mythology. Can you prove that's not a problem, Bob? Can you prove we don't have a minotaur <laughs> yes, problem? True. I'm just a sheeple, that's all. <laughs> um, yeah, this is what, she claims she was accosted by an insane woman and her adult son at a restaurant. She claimed to be the victim of political intolerance on the left. Um, she said the, the woman some screamed at her. She she lamented the lack of civility between those with different views. <laughs> She's funny. the one that, remember, got lost, yeah. kicked out of her committee's first time because she suggested Nancy Pelosi be executed. Okay, that's not my Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, he yeah. said, she said, well, people used to respect others even if they had different views, but not anymore. Our country is gone. Oh, my God. Irony yeah, is, yeah. is dead and I buried think- with Jim Jordan's necrotic head. <laughs> See, that guy, man, it's like he's halfway be- between human and Borg. He's at that stage I get that where they're reference. starting to drain it. Yeah, they're starting to add the Borg implants and so on. But uh, with Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about safe spaces, I think what that is is a veiled reference to her national divorce talking point, her secession yes. thing. Like, we want to separate from the United States, and then maybe we can put up a wall so no one's going to bug me at dinner. Yeah. I think that's her entire goal. Keep people away from me at dinner. That's an important right. thing. Don't interfere. So it's, let's secede. You know, That'll be a good solution. Or sec D. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah. you were saying, like, I mean, members of Congress are actual just troll walking trolls. And so it, it makes sense that they're just getting more and more extreme mm-hmm. on the right. I don't even know who this guy is. Daily Wire host. You have to ban transgenderism entirely. And you just said this extremist crank is somehow ranked number 23 in Apple Podcast News and Politics. I mean, He's going yeah, for genocide. Yeah. Yes, I mean, astonishing. And I don't know how they end up doing it. I guess it's just it's one of those terrifying things to notice that, oh, my God, there must be a real appetite for this kind of nonsense, because this guy, uh, Michael Knowles, has been not only pushing for banning transgenderism. And in fact, he supports the Kansas law uh, about defining the, the words man and woman. And then also he was talking about how IVF should be banned across the board. Yeah, he was concerned that. about he was concerned about souls on ice, which I said on my show yesterday. It's the absolute worst ice capades. Oh, absolutely. If, if you go to the ice capades and it's souls on ice, don't pay for the ticket. Yeah. See if you can watch it on YouTube. I, I unless, thought, unless it's the Disney movie Soul on Ice. Oh. Then I'm in. <laughs> that's, that's if it's the true. Pixar movie Soul on Ice, I'm there. <laughs> Dear God. Right. All right. You know, the only place to go for entertainment is the Bob Seska Show. Everyone knows that yep. on uh, uh, sexyliberal.com. Love you, Bob. Love you, Stephanie. Bye, Superman. Bye-bye. There he Bye-bye. goes. I am shocked and appalled. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Malcolm Nance and Carlos Elzraki all coming up. Uh, Jeremy in Colorado. Hi, Jer. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Good. Well, I just wanted to say regarding the last discussion about whether Marjorie Taylor Greene should be addressed in public, the last guest said, you know, I don't think we should be doing that. Um, I think that doesn't make sense at all. When you have someone who's job is to professionally incite violence against marginalized people, basically, who's out there advocating for essentially genocide, 
why should that person be able to enjoy public Well, that's why quiet? she was removed from her committees. People forget mm-hmm. it was a de- it was she suggested Nancy Pelosi right. should be yeah. executed. She and called she for the death of another con- a member of Congress. Thank you. Uh, Swalwell on uh, giving the tapes to Tucker, speaking of security. And J6, here we go. Be used to distort what happened on January 6th. Uh, by Tucker Carlson, or you just gave the proudest boy of all a blueprint uh, for the Capitol uh, that, you know, perhaps who knows where that will land, you know, for the next insurrection that could be planned. Eric, or, uh, Andrew Weissman tweeted, it's gratifying to see Fox News finally being held to account for its conduct and fomenting the crisis we are in. It is frankly not that much better than the Russian 2016 presidential campaign disinformation campaign, and that led to criminal charges. Right. Thank you. Well, I think this Fox News disinformation thing is... We're seeing that spill over into these hearings, too, because they're using these talking points that yeah. they get, like we said earlier, in their bubble. And, yeah. and McCarthy said this morning that uh, other media outlets are just jealous that Tucker got the exclusive. Oh, we'll play that in a moment. Okay. Uh, Andrew Weissman also said lying can be, hel- can be legally actionable and lead to real justice in terms of jail and large financial judgments. Dominion is taking t- uh, fa- t- uh, Fox to task for trial schedule for April. Jack Smith, uh, Georgia and New York may do the same for Trump lies about the election, same for Rudy Pillowman in Sydney. So uh, Andrew Weissman feeling pluckish this morning. Very Pluck. exciting. Let's do it. Pluckish. It's a legal term. Okay, 58 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Malcolm Nance, Carlos Rocky, all coming up on the Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. So you're going to see more and more installment payments by Kevin McCarthy. One of them will also be to defund the troops. He promised that he would cut the defense spending as we're helping Ukraine, getting ready to prevent China from going into Taiwan. Uh, and of course, our own uh, needs to you know, pay for the troops. They're gonna cut $75 billion in funding for the Defense Department because that's a part of this bargain. So every week there's gonna be a new installment and it's not going to help the country. It's not going to help anyone who wants to see gas and grocery costs come down. It's not gonna help a woman who wants to have more uh, rights about her own body. It's just going to be about keeping Kevin McCarthy in power. Mm-hmm. Alpha Liberal Eric Swalwell. Uh, happy Alpha Liberal Day in Congress yesterday and on the Stephanie Miller Show today. Malcolm Nance coming up and Carlos Elsrocki. Yep. Okay. Carlos Elsrocki is going to have some words to say about a, a comedian friend of his. Mm, who is uh, a good friend of Tucker Carlson's. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Been sitting on this story for uh, four days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that means we don't have to work an hour three. Carlos will paint the entire is, fence. Carlos is getting the frangela treatment this week. Is what we're yes, doing. Yes, triggering Carlos Day. Okay. Um. Oh. And also, speaking of uh, alpha liberals and bitch slapping. Oh my God. Pete Buttigieg. He just every day, every day he is hitting a home run. Here is uh, Mitch McConnell talking about. Oh God, uh, this is great. <laughs> even amidst a catalog of crises on his watch, from this and other recent train derailments mm. to the meltdown in air travel back during the holiday season. Secretary Buttigieg has seemed more interested in pursuing press coverage for woke initiatives and climate nonsense than in attending to basic elements of his day job. 
You know, it's very difficult to say if you happen to be a, a turtle. What? Yeah, he pronounced it wrong. Yeah. Did, did, didn't really stick that landing. I'm not sure if it's a lack of lips or chin. No, I, it's the lack of lips. It's the it? lips. It's the lips. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need lips to say certain that, words. I'm going to use a big word here. That's labiodental. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> here is, uh, just call him Pete. Well, first of all, uh, Leader McConnell was there celebrating the replacement of the Brent Spence Bridge, a major Snap. infrastructure project that we are funding in Snap. his state. I would not call the Brent Spence Bridge a woke initiative. Snap. As for climate, climate is not nonsense. <laughs> Dealing with climate change is one of the biggest things that people like me and people like him will be remembered for after we're gone. And third, uh, he is the, the caucus leader in the Senate. Mm. He could be a partner to us mm. right now in making sure that there are fewer rail disasters in the future. Mm, mm, mm. Snap, snap, snap. Yep. Two snaps up in a circle, which is a really old reference, kids, from In Living Color. I remember that. Okay, Secretary Pete. Uh, the rail, uh, the freight rail industry has wielded a lot of power here in Washington. I would love to see Leader McConnell join us in standing up to them. There are mm. specific things that could be done right now. He's a, he's a Senate leader. Uh, he could work with us to do things like raise the cap on, on the fines. Right now, a major safety violation uh, that, that our department discovers, the most we can find a multi-billion dollar rail company for is in the six figures. He could work with us right now to accelerate the timeline for bringing in tank cars, fortified tank cars that are less likely to spill when mm. there's a derailment. He could work with us right now to give our department a freer okay. hand on things like braking regulations and regulations on hazardous material transportation. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Just the bitch slapping of Republicans well, with facts, to-do list actual there. ideas. And didn't Swalwell say that yesterday? We're here to get done. Yeah, <laughs> he said that right to Matt Gates's face. Yeah. I don't know what you're here doing. Your you know little performance art, but we're here to get done. Yep. Thank you, Alpha Liberals. One more, Secretary Pete. If he is serious about this, if anyone, Republican or Democrat or Independent, is serious about this, they can work with us today. Have you reached and out the rest to them? Is just politics. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we have uh, made it very clear publicly uh, what Congress can do. I know there's uh, uh, some talk of legislation coming together. Uh, we are actively proposing the things that we think need to happen, in addition to doing the things that we can do with the powers that we do have. Uh, okay. And uh, call to activism tweets. Uh, holy. Jamie Raskin just destroyed Lauren Boebert with Donald Trump's own words. Representative Raskin is truly the greatest. Absolutely. And rocking that those uh, headscarves, I got to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's probably okay. scaring them because he looks like a gangsta. Yeah, I feel like I need to hear this again. Okay. Um, you're right. President Trump was in office when the COVID virus was released from a lab in, in China, from the Wuhan lab. Mm. And he tried to make that very clear that this came from China. Mm. And reporters regularly dismissed that. I appreciate the gentlelady's passion. There are two facts that she should perhaps be alerted to. One is that Donald Trump on more than 20 different occasions defended the performance of the Chinese government and specifically um, President Xi in terms of his treatment of COVID-19 and said he was doing a wonderful job and a great job and they were working closely and they were constantly in touch. Chris, I'm going to give you one more chance this morning. Okay. Who said China 
has been working very hard to contain the coronavirus. The United States greatly appreciates their efforts in transparency. It'll all work out very well, in particular on behalf of the American people. I want to thank President Z. Who said that? Elroy Jetson. No, I even did the voice. It's Donald Trump back in 2020 tweeted that. He sounded yeah. more like Elroy Jetson. You, you, could have gone, you could have gone more for Fred Sanford. <laughs> it was a fantastic Trump impression. Directly from the bassinet of the 45th president. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Hooray! Hi, Seth, the homo of hope. Hello. Hello, homos. Thank you. Do you remember, or maybe before your time, Mama? Um, hey, we should change the name commercial. of the show to Hello, Homos. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what we call it when you're not here. <laughs> yeah. A, a counter- that's what it'll be next week. <laughs> counter programming to Good Morning America. Yeah. Hello, Homos. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before your time, Mama. But there used to be a commercial for Reese's peanut butter that cup that, that went like, "You got some chocolate in my peanut butter." You got your peanut you got butter in my chocolate. Well, my chocolate. You're not supposed to well, know that. Oh, that's, right. Yeah. That's right. It, it, you know, you you saw it on on, on YouTube. Sure. Um, well, that's what that's what these hearings remind me of. It's like, oh no, you're getting some facts in my Fox bubble. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, 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 that's it. And, and like, they're just not used to that. And they, they do not know how to deal with that because they're so used to being permeated by their own, you know, their own Fox world. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and, and, and also, Mama, yes. um, Rex, my puppy dog, mm-hmm. every time uh, Bonnie and Clyde were squeaking, yes. Rex was at the sound bar trying to get behind the cabinet. Yes, you know, I, I got many emails so, yesterday that people's dogs and cats were being driven insane by... <laughs> By your dogs. Toys. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, where's the squeaky toy? <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. That is Marjorie Taylor Greene's brain when she's trying to do math. I'm sorry. I can't. There's nothing to be. I am killing with the homo of hope this morning. You homos. I'm getting a totally different set of homos. Because yeah, he has to I suck up to you to get on the air. I did a joke off air that you, lo- that you won't get uh, me. Well, in. but then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, that was... Yeah, almost. but you laughed. You laughed. Almost. Well, we can, we can probably tell it. Oh, yeah. You said you're on vacation. You're uh... I, I'm I'm flying into Kansas City, but I'm flying out of Lincoln. And I said, so did Aunt Fancy. And that was a little, that was a homo joke about but Abraham But then I Lincoln's... thought about it, and I'm like, it would have been funnier if I was flying male... into Lincoln. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. It was his male lover, allegedly. It was a gay joke. Aunt, Aunt Fancy. Fancy. Right. Aunt Fancy was his Yeah, flew his into Lincoln. Lover. Yeah, it would be better if you flew into Lincoln. Yeah. Nobody ain't fancy. <laughs> Come on, it was just like that though. That was pretty quick that for me. That was very funny. I that laughed. Was, yeah, I, I, I legitimately yeah. lol. I just want you to know, people, but they only laugh off air. They don't even. They don't want to give me any credit on air for anything. <laughs> but flying into Lincoln, that was it. Killed. It killed in the room before we turned the mics on. Uh huh. And he has to go back to pretending he hates now me, and I'm not be funny. funny with the mics on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Might you get the burger joint jingle ready? Yes. Oh, I just love this story. I mentioned it a little while ago, but I love when the GOP bag of rats is a fascist bag of rats. Oh, yeah. Trump fans donning uh, clothes and holding placards supportive of uh, Trump were told to leave a book signing by Ron DeSantis in Florida. A security guard tells Trump supporters to skedaddle. One of them asked why. He said, because they told me to say anyone wearing Trump gear has to go right now. Ooh. <laughs> Several Trump supporters. Explained. <laughs> free speech. Free speech. <laughs> Come on, that's you can all get along. You both love fascists. Just get together. Go have a burger. I go now to the Hitler burger. The Hitler burger. The Hitler burger. I go now to the Hitler burger to get myself my lunch. 
someone else tweeted that mine lunch gets them every time. That, oh, that's that's the, we played part. that 11 billion it times. Nails it. It yeah. just sticks the landing yeah. with that. Yeah. By the way, a new poll shows Trump leading DeSantis by 30 points. Dear Jesus. They are getting ready to just make the same mistake Did you again, see Killmead in the diner? Yes. Who's for Trump? <laughs> Nobody. No, for DeSantis. Right. Who's for DeSantis? Like he could the, not find the, a... He finally found one person in a DeSantis shirt who's like, ah, I guess so. Him or Trump? <laughs> Pardon me. What? Okay. Speaking of spineless GOP weasels, Kevin McCarthy, here he is. Mm. I'm talking concerned about, about the fact that Carlson downplayed this attack. Me, me, Look, you I'm thought it was a very concerned. serious attack. It's a very serious capital. attack. And and why give it to someone who has downplayed Because I think sunshine matters. So I don't care what side of the issue you are on. That's why I think putting it out all to the American public, you can see the truth. See exactly what transpired that day, and everybody can have the exact same. Can you? Yeah. You, Fox News has certainly lately proven to be even more, you know, a just fair and balanced, right up the middle. Facts. Yeah. So when he says, what side of the issue are you on? The issue of whether we should attack we should have and an beat the police and overthrow the government of the United States? Like, that's like a... Yeah. I, I think there's only one side to be what on What side here. of that issue are you on? <laughs> right. Okay. Can you explain this decision to hand over these January 6th video to Tucker Carlson? Well, first of all, we didn't hand over anything. Tucker was interested. Yeah, you've had videos for more than two years. I didn't hear anybody concerned about that when CNN was given exclusive. Um, I know you have letters from all of our news organizations asking for the same video that you've made available to him. Have you ever had an exclusive? Because I see it on your networks all the time. So I have exclusive, then I'll give it out to the entire uh, country. That's not He's giving it to a propagandist that is on that is being proven in court to be a complete and total liar and conspiracy theorist. That's the difference. It's also the BS point that he's making there, where yeah. CNN had an exclusive. That's because uh, Christine Pelosi yes. had all of the documentary footage that was also presented during the January sixth hearings, right? And she gave that to CNN as an exclusive because that was her footage, not right. the American people's footage. From the cameras there in the White right, House, right? That, that belonged the, the to the American people. Yeah. That were, it, those were right. They were Christine Pelosi's yeah. cameras. Let's let's, let's right. get this straight mm-hmm. now, right. Kevin. Right. Um. By the by, speaking of J six, real quick. Uh, a new 122-page report from the nonpartisan government uh, Office of Government Accountability mm-hmm. finds numerous federal agencies identified possible incredible threats surrounding the January 6th insurrection, including at least two threats against Democratic members of Congress. The FBI and the U.S. Capitol Police had seen threats that were true or credible days ahead of the assault on the Capitol building, the report said. But as, uh, with the September 11, 2001 attacks, a failure by multiple agencies to share information and connect dots left those securing the Capitol unprepared for the onslaught. I mean, how many of these stories do we right. need where they knew of credible threats to Pelosi and other? It was because it was Trump's agencies. I, I, they, and they were biased. They, these are white Trump supporters mm-hmm. that are coming. They absolutely were told to basically look the other way. Yeah. Well, I Isn't, mean, I feel like we should connect the dots on these stories too because that one that yeah. you just read, this one from this morning from Carol Linig, um, yes. I, there's a short version of it here for you. Yeah. But then also, let's talk about Jim Jordan keeps talking about these FBI whistleblowers that come in and talk to him exclusively. Right. And he has no notes on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's put... Distrust him. uh, Let's put those, like, just put a pin in all those three stories together. Yeah, exactly. Well, the story uh, Travis is referring to, we mentioned last hour, is Carol Lennig in the Washington Post. Uh, that some agents within the FBI wanted to shut down the probe into Trump's handling of classified information because, quote-unquote, they were afraid 
of being uh, right. p- of being political targets. Uh, these agents argued for shutting down the probe after Trump's lawyers claimed to have conducted a diligent search for the classified documents. Uh, however, prosecutors at the DOJ countered that they had probable cause to believe Trump's lawyers' claims about having turned over all the documents were wrong, and they pushed the bureau to execute a search warrant. To, and obviously, <clears throat> they were completely right. And yeah. here is another story of the FBI trying to protect pr- Trump mm-hmm. and or trying to hurt, you know hurt his enemies mm-hmm. like New York. FBI and uh, Hillary, yeah. right? Um, they also heard from top FBI officials that some agents were simply afraid. They worried taking aggressive steps investigating Trump could blemish or even end their careers. I mean, oh my God. Talking about weaponizing the Justice Department. If you're in the FBI and you're afraid of Trump then, right. you need to find a new job. Thank you. Know? you. Thank you. All right, Malcolm Nance coming up. She's your human happy pill. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Oh, girl. Oh, thank you. I think I will. Oh, it is the Stephanie Miller show. I know. It's exciting. Somebody Malcolm, stepped on Michael. Yeah, Malcolm Nance coming up. Look out. <laughs> Carlos Alzraki in uh, hour number three. Oh, I did not realize the bassinet has been uh, active this morning. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of statements coming off the bassinet of the 45th president. Some beefies to work out. Hmm? Oh, this first one, he threatens ret- retribution against DeSantis backers. Mm. <laughs> oh, baby. This is going to be such fun. A bag of fascist rats. Fantastic. Failed uh, former Congress. Okay, this is, you're not going to know who any of these people are. I don't. Failed uh, former Congressman David McIntosh and his globalist friends at Club for No Growth, who fought me all the way in the 2016 and lost, oh, and fought me again burn. in 2020 in Senate races in Ohio, Alabama, North Carolina, New Hampshire, plus more, and lost again, are now threatening to spend money against me early because their new boy, Ron DeSanctus, demand. Oh, see, he gave the nickname a nickname uh-huh. again. Get it? Short for sanctimonious. He, okay. He's been doing that one lately. The man who wants to cut Social Security and Medicare has dropped so drastically in the polls to me. No growth members know uh, there will be retribution. That's all in caps. Nah. So you know baby is he mad. <laughs> baby is mad. Oh, there's a part two. Part two, page two. If Rupert Murdoch honestly believes that the presidential election of 2020, despite massive amounts of proof to the contrary, was not rigged in Stalin... He Stalin. did Stalin again. S-T-O-L-L-E-N. Uh-huh. Isn't that a pastry? It is. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. It's oh. a German pastry. Okay. Well, the uh, 2020 election, you heard it, it was a German pastry. Then he and this group of mega-hating globalist rhinos should get out of the news business as soon as possible because they're aiding and abetting the destruction of America with fake news. That's all in caps. Mm. Maybe that'll be uh, Fox's new tagline. Okay. Certain brave and patriotic Fox News hosts who he scorns and ridicules got it right. He got it wrong. They should be admired and praised, not rebuked and forsaken. Okay. You know what you can get a great Stalin at? What's Where? <laughs> I go now to the Hitler burgers. The Hitler burgers. The now Hitler with Stalin burgers. for dessert. It's their, the it's their version of the fried apple pie. Yeah. Myself, that, that McDonald's has. It's really hot. Don't yeah. don't yeah. do. You do Let not. Cool down. You you will burn your mouth. Let it cool down before you bite into it. It's like get molten a, lava in there. Get a double Hitler burger and 
side of fascist fries and a Stalin burger for dessert. Or Stalin. No, a Stalin, a Stalin. A Stalin pastry with with, a with, Stalin. with very, very hot tart cherries. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, he's, that's, he's done that before. What, he just did the same misspelling? Does he have the same template? He just... Maybe the autocorrect in his phone has learned <laughs> to just keep writing Stalin. He means Stalin. The election is Stalin. <laughs> The election was a German pastry. Oh, thank you sorry. for that. I don't know what that was, but okay. I am not, oh, I I am not me today. I'm oh, sorry. you're excited that Alpha Liberal. You were doing heavy metal for Alpha Liberal Malcolm Nance. Yes. Coming up. Coming up next on the Stephanie Miller Show. vibrancy of black culture and history enriching all of American life, all of American life. History that can't be buried because it lives in the soul of this nation. It's who we are. It's who we are. It matters. As the gospel song sings, we've come too far from where we started. Nobody told me the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Folks, folks. The good Lord brought us anything this far to leave us behind. We just have to remember. We just have to remember who we are. We're the United States of America. And there's nothing beyond our capacity. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That'd be Dark Brandon celebrating the uh, close of Black History Month. And who better to celebrate with? Not just Alpha Liberal, but Black Superman. What? We can dance if we want to, if we own somebody will. Cause Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're in Brazil. I say, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance, Trump is under Putin's control. We can dance, we can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance, it's the Malcolm Nance. Hi! Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. Hey, hi! Hey, hi, Black Superman, hi! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and also the official liberation Negro of Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We like that. Also, the new sure. podcast, uh, Black Man, it's called Black Man Spy, right? Is that the name yeah. of it? Did Black I get Man it right? Spy. Very exciting. Okay. And the book, of course, is They Want to Kill Americans. Where do we start this morning? So uh, this uh, Washington Post reporting, of course, is the breaking news that uh, afraid FBI agents wanted to shut down Trump document probe before the Mar-a-Lago search. I mean... Talk about someone being above the law, right? I mean, in in all this whining that the FBI is biased against Trump or the or Republicans, right? Yeah, it, it, you know, you see these guys; they are sworn federal law enforcement officers. I'm afraid to say it. This explains a lot. We heard a lot about the New York field office. Yeah, they were all hot to take down Hillary Clinton. So the FBI does have people who have officers who have bias. And not just at the lowest levels, at the highest levels also. But this belief that the president of the United States and a president of the United States that has a lot of followers with a lot of guns is above the law is just absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. So, you know what? You you know, what they need to do is they also need to isolate those officers. Yeah. Uh, and send them off to other assignments 
you know, have them start, you know, investigating kidnapping cases or something else that will keep them out of the hot seat of politics. Because if they don't believe in the law, then maybe they need to find a job other than the FBI. Thank you. That's what we were saying. And also, you know, the fact that this is how many times had Trump been fact checked in a lie by that point? 50, 20,000, 50,000. So they were just like, oh, we believe him if he says there's no more documents there. Well, of course, you know, the DOJ was right and overruled them that they had to do a search because, of course, he lied. I'm going to explain this once again, how this works. Okay, these documents just don't come up on a printer and you just print them off and you keep them. Every document has a document control number, right? No matter how, this isn't the 60s, right? This is the modern world. So if it comes to the White House, there is a barcode on it. If that document is not returned back to the, the, to the safe, the storage skiff at the Department of Defense, Defense Intelligence Agency, CIA, especially CIA because we have the human control system numbers, which keeps the names of our actual spies safe they don't come back we know those documents are missing yeah so if those documents go over to the white house and they go hey there's 300 documents missing you've got to go track them down and they found the documents were gone went to mar-a-lago he did not return them they swore that none of them were there finally defied them for a year they raided they found them you know what other documents are missing and Malcolm, can you talk about the true danger as an intelligence expert, the true danger of releasing this J6 footage only to Tucker Carlson? And I don't know, yeah. Travis, what the timeline is. It sometime this week we're going to start seeing whatever Tucker's going to do with it. I, I don't know. There hasn't been a timeline established. Yeah. His producers can no. be editing this as long as they want. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Malcolm. Kevin McCarthy said yesterday, he goes, oh, well, we had an agreement with him that they wouldn't show pictures of the exits and how people move in the building. You gave him the property of the people of the United States, which shows all the security protocols, the security response in detail, not just, you know, Officer Eugene Goodman coming out with his baton and steering people up the wrong steps and showing there were cops at the top of the steps. No, every cop, every SWAT team, where they respond from, which hallways they use, how they clear hallways and buildings, how they secure people, how they evacuated individuals. You're giving away the whole farm yeah. in terms of the security of the United States Capitol. How he can be allowed to do that as Speaker of the House should be criminal, right? Every, well, and then again, you want to flood it? Every news organization should be allowed to do this. Well, you know, should we, be allowed that yeah. same footage. And legal experts at the same time are talking about if Fox can be held criminally, criminally liable for J6, and then there is this, like, just boatload of evidence that they knew they were they were you know telling the same lie and inciting violence right how is the sicknick family not filed charges right. yet but yeah. the family of those officers who were injured you know not filed civil liability against not only the president of the united states you know but against fox news for stoking and encouraging this attack and yeah. then lying about it consciously knowingly lying about it now i leave this to glenn kirshner uh, you know, to define what really is criminally liable. But I would be filing a billion dollar lawsuit. Maybe they need five. Maybe they need the full Newtown treatment where every family member files a billion dollar lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, they can afford know, it. It strikes me as I'm looking at your uh, brilliant book, uh, 
entitled they want to kill Americans about the you know ongoing Trump insurgency. Your thoughts on Marjorie Taylor Greene openly calling basically for civil war, for a national how, divorce. How have, how is someone not moved in the Congress to call for her expulsion? Yeah. Right. And citing the 14th Amendment to the United States that you cannot carry out sedition. Opens talk of treason, uh, of sedition in the Congress for the first time since 1860. Someone has called for the United States government to be overthrown in there, for the United States to split between red states and blue states. I mean, she's no better than, than Scott Adams, the, the you know, Dilbert uh, cartoonist, <laughs> calling for whites to stay away from blacks. This is racism on a macro level. What kind of person? First off, we already know what kind of person this is, right? right? She is trying to be Donald Trump's running mate. We all know that. And she could most likely succeed in being his running mate. But we shouldn't have to tolerate open racism like that. Remember what one of the strategy documents said uh, in the school debate. Let them call racism until it becomes whitewashed and the word loses its meaning. No, not when you say it the way I say it. You're a race dead. Yeah. Right? Everybody else is like, oh, my God, that's racism. You guys need to learn how to talk about these things and be just as shouty as I am. Yes. When it means. Alpha liberals. That's it. T-shirts available at StephanieMiller.com. Um, it's the way like you take on people that come at you, you know, uh, over uh, Ukraine and Russia. I don't know who this. Uh, somebody said I'll introduce an American troll and opportunist, Jason Hinkle. Hinkle's best known for his pro-Russian and pro-Putin Putin views, for his feeble attempts at getting attention, for his monetization of the Russo-Ukrainian war. And you said this mug is a Putin ally, right up here with other heroic friends of Russia, Stephen Seagal and Edward Snowden. Um, he's a military agent male that won't volunteer to it for an extended combat visit in Ukraine with the awesome Russian army. Uh, hashtag cowards gonna cow. <laughs> that's not even the, you know that's not the best tweet. <laughs> the best tweet has a PAB reference in right, there. Right. So uh, yeah, Jason Hinkle. You know what? I fought and defended my entire life for the right for Jason Hinkle to be a traitor to the United States in word, not in deed. He works for Russia today. He's this young guy. He's the Nick Fuentes, uh, you know, neo-Nazi, clean-shaven clone who espouses nothing but Russian propaganda. He wears a Black Z t-shirt, right? Mm -hmm. You know, somebody made a very salient comment about that, and I'm sure someday somebody will try to engineer this. They said, don't say this in front of Malcolm's face. Don't. Just don't, okay? There are people that take... The, the mass murders of civilian in Ukraine very seriously. I have lost friends. I have lost co-workers in Ukraine now, men that have fought with me. Sorry, I'm not going to accept that. Like they said, you know, the same thing that they say about Nazis. There's never a bad time to recalibrate them physically. <laughs> Very elegantly put, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ended Elon Musk is one of them. Here he is doing this whole like right. military analysis of what's happening in Ukraine, which is, sounds like a Putin talking point. And you said instead of being ignorant to war, Elon Musk could fly me first class to his island lair and let me explain with maps and yeah. experience to his face why he's absolutely wrong, uh, but uh, relies on idiots like uh, Joe Rogan for intelligence. <laughs> I mean, I intelligence is in quotes. Uh, Kim.com, that big, fat, grits-eating mug, uh-huh. right? I mean, this guy's, this is his idea of where he gets it. He goes, Ukraine should be on the absolute defensive. Huge Russian offensive coming. Look, okay, I am in 
full contact with my with my units and other units in Ukraine. Here's what's happening. Russians are getting killed. But you know what? If you go onto that thread and you see the responses, here's my favorite. Okay. Now I've got a new strategy. I don't know if you're going to touch on it. I just bet people, right? Just yeah. straight up. I had a guy come up to me the other day and said, you never fired a shot in Ukraine. You never did anything in Ukraine. Your uni- my favorite one, your uniform is clean, right? It's like, what? And I go, okay, you got $10,000? Let's go. That's the bet now. Yeah. I'm not I'm not accepting any more discussion. You put your money where your mouth is. If you don't pony up to this bet and you don't bring documentable proof or you don't fly with me to Kiev and go through my uniforms and underwear to see whether they've been used over the last year, you lose the bet. Listen, I know a lot of women that would like to take that offer up to go through your underwear, but that's an entirely different story. Hey. What? Don't I? This is like a, don't worry, babe. It's like a Japanese vending machine for you. (laughs) (laughs) But, But my point was, you challenge these people. I had three major non-takers. One had 300,000 followers. They blocked me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I know. Exactly. Malcolm putting his money where his mouth is, Nance, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Get, uh, read his Substack. Get his book, They Want to Kill Americans, and the new uh, podcast is Black Man Spy. We love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> now I'm thinking about his underwear. Okay. Stop. I told you from the moment I saw him on Brian Williams with those sleepy bedroom eyes, talking talking the talk about traitors in America. He slept in this house. You've had a chance to see him in his underwear. Yes, yes. I didn't see him in his underwear. But you had a chance to. Very respectful. I didn't claw at the door. I'm like, that was the dog. (laughs) How about the cameras you had us install because you can't do it yourself? What? 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 Oh, yes. Here she is. Stephanie Miller, host of the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, yeah. We got the group at the house tonight. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty-three minutes after the hour. I totally forgot to guess the quote I was going to do. Oh, right before you know. Don't don't say his name because it's gonna give it away for Chris. I'm not gonna say. Who said uh, Seska is a regular contributor to the Stephanie Miller Show and a writer for the Banter Newsletter? Uh, Seska said he wouldn't exist at his current level without the support of Stephanie Miller and income earned through Patreon. Who said that? Uh, Cosmos Basely. No, Don Barrett Media uh, at BarrettNewsMedia.com. Bob Seska did a fantastic interview. She was very kind. That reminds me, you should support Bob Seska on Patreon. He is uh, he's the podcast of record. Chris, yes. who said when he first appeared on Stephanie Miller's show, Seska said they talk about stuff he'd written. He would inject his personality into the cast and crew of her show. Oh, he injected oh. himself into us. We talk about something I tweeted. I wrote for Salon at the time. Now I write for Banter, so we talk about that stuff. There's a strong rapport between the two with a lot of things in common. Stephanie's a great broadcaster. I feel liberal talk radio could be more successful than it is if more talk show took on Stephanie Miller's humor and entertainment. We might see more. Seska said what he and Stephanie have most in common is the way they conduct their individual shows. We both come from a morning radio background, which is rare in liberal podcasting. Who said that? Uh, Jane Jetson. No, Don Barrett wrote a fantastic piece. 
uh, it's, it is entitled, uh, Bob Seska Believes in Liberal Radio. Who said, uh, he said Stephanie Miller not only has a sizable audience, she has the most loyal audience Seska has ever seen. When she tells her audience to do something, they do. Before going on her show, I had a decent-sized audience, Seska explained. Once I was endorsed by Stephanie, it was a huge boost to my show. I'd say a 75% increase, absolutely invaluable. I don't know if I'd have the same longevity as I've had without her. Who said that? Crash Bandicoot. No, it's Don Barrett. We should link to this fantastic piece. Bob Seska believes in liberal talks future. He is a man among men. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bob. Oh, hang on. Who said both are sort of old school? Miller does a lot of sound effects, drop-ins. The two will freely exchange the funniest ones. We have been exchanging show fluids mm-hmm. yes. since 19... Uh, four. Yeah. She might ask me for something I've used. We have an ongoing content exchange. That's a nice way of saying Sonic exchange bodily fluids. Yes. All right. Please, the Bob Seska Show, sexyliberal.com. Thank you, Bob. You're a rock star. He's a mensch. Love us some Bob Seska. All right, and Carlos Alzraki coming up in a couple of minutes. Give me a little dark, Brandon, won't you? Just celebrating Black History Month, which ended yesterday. Yesterday. Of course, of course, shortest month. Talk to me. What is Blood doing to Bonnie? It's hard to say. Go ahead. We recently hosted the screening of the movie Till. We hosted the screening because it's important to say from the White House, for the entire country to hear, history matters. History matters, and black history matters. Look, I can't just choose to learn what we want to know. We learn what we should know. We have to learn everything, the good, the bad, the truth, and who we are as a nation. Hmm. Oh, speaking of, um, guess the quote. Okay. Who said, uh, just had a long and very good conversation by phone with President Xi of China. He's strong, sharp, and powerfully focused on leading the counterattack on the coronavirus. He feels they're doing very well. Even building hospitals is a matter in a matter of only days. Great disciplines taking place in China spread as Z strongly leads what will be a very successful operation. We're working very closely with China to help. Who said that? Stony Curtis. No, that would be uh, Trump on February 7th, uh, 2020, as quoted by the fantastic Jamie Raskin yesterday on the House floor. Uh, I believe, yeah, he said, oh. I'll just, one more? Tell you, I'll just tell you what he I said. I got one more. Okay. Who said Donald Trump on more than 20 occasions defended the performance of the Chinese government and specifically President Xi in terms of his treatment of COVID-19 and said he was doing a wonderful job. So if there's a problem with the Chinese government unleashing the virus, you would have to pin that on your favorite president, Donald Trump. Who said that? And Mark Rock. No, that would be Jamie Raskin oh. to noted uh, dumb Lauren Boebert. Terrible guesses. That was, yeah, they really were. They get worse and worse. It's weird. Okay, one more. Dark Brandon, yesterday. That's actually Kamala Harris. Oh, I'm sorry, Kamala Harris, the vice president. Black history is American history. (laughs) Living history, breathing history, history that we create every day, and history that we then must teach and celebrate. A history that helps us to understand how the past has influenced the present and potentially our future. And let us all be clear, we will not as a nation build a better future for America by trying to erase America's past. Hear, hear, V POTUS, MVP, mm-hmm. love her. They're, they're fighting. Is that what you wanna know, what Bonnie and Clyde are doing? That. They're, they're doing their Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, I don't know. Bobert. 
Oh, a Bobert impression. Yeah. Just try to do to our ear what you usually do to our ears. Mmm. Mm. Coffee with Carlos next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Um, you're right, President Trump was in office when the COVID virus was released from a lab in, in China, from the Wuhan lab. And he tried to make that very clear that this came from China. And reporters regularly dismissed that. I appreciate the gentlelady's passion. There are two facts that she should perhaps be alerted to. One is that Donald Trump, on more than 20 different occasions, defended the performance of the Chinese government, and specifically um, President Xi, in terms of his treatment of COVID-19 and said he was doing a wonderful job and a great job and they were working closely and they were constantly in touch. I just cannot hear that particular bitch slapping of Lauren Boebert enough on the subject of COVID. Okay, uh, hey, look who's here. That's good coffee. I take it black, like my man. Coffee with Carlos El's Rocky. I have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. She never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mountain grown coffee. Carlos El's Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Hola, Carlos. Buenos dias. I am always in for a good cat and mouse slapping from Raskin to Bobert and the other Republicans. He's like, Man, was, he slaps them around with that. It was Alpha Liberal Day yesterday. A lot of bitch yeah. slapping. And by the way, there's going to be a whole bunch more of it because yeah. that's not even half of what I wanted to give you today. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's wonderful. Um, speaking of which, you and I have had a lot of conversations. We just didn't feel like working this hour, so we were just going to do this story and then just let yeah. you talk for them. I'm sorry, Carlos. I, I've been holding on to this story for like five days. Mm-hmm. Well, you and I started a long time ago. Speaking of COVID, on the anti-vaxxers on the left yeah. and how there's, you know, I don't, I, I just, I said to Chris yesterday, what has, has happened to some mm-hmm. people on the left? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Dore. Oh, boy. Went on a <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. Went on a rant during an appearance on Fox News, of course, uh, on Tucker's show. Uh huh. Yes, uh, claiming the United States is protecting Nazis in Ukraine during a conspiracy during a conspiracy laden tirade on Fox News. What? Oh my God! This again is a a Putin talking point. Dor was introduced uh, to discuss the Nord Stream pipeline pipeline sabotage, a topic Tucker Carlson has repeatedly fixated on in recent months while making unsubstantiated claims that the U.S. was behind the attacks on the pipeline and is now trying to cover it up. Multiple U.S. officials uh, with the National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby being among the most recent have denied that is the case along with other Fox guests, reporters, and personalities. Still, Carlson said to Dor, it seems Seems obvious the, the Biden people did it, but in doing it, they not only caused this massive environmental catastrophe, but also shafted their so-called NATO allies. Why does no one seem to care about this? In response, Dor said, well, people forget what happened. Americans are the most propagandized people in the world, and they don't even know what's happening with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, and they think propaganda happens to other people, so this is a 100% propaganda war. 
says, oh, a, boy. says a soldier right. in the Russian propaganda war. Why doesn't Joe Biden want to investigate this? Why doesn't Congress want to investigate this? If they investigate it, uh, it'll show the United States uh, didn't do it and Russia did it, so they don't want to investigate it. So I, I don't. I somehow got lost in the middle of this, I Travis. Don't I don't. Oh even yeah, know. Jimmy Miscavige's door is going off. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh boy, his oh. culties are all in a uh-huh. furor today. He went into a tirade, door did tying this to the United States support of Ukraine and the war against Russia and the coronavirus pandemic. See how all the, they all, yeah. okay. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Finland is building borders around their, 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 I mean, building walls around their borders because of this Nordstrom story, right? Yeah. And Latvia and Poland. Why don't you go talk to those people, Jimmy Elrond Miscavige door? <laughs> Go talk um, to Finland. Go to. Why did he never have Brittany Griner's back? Why is he in lockstep with Putin on the treatment of people in Russia? How, ask him how many war, anti-war protests are in in uh, the Soviet Union in Square in Moscow. Yeah, none probably. Yeah, he said just like they don't want to investigate the cause of the coronavirus outbreak. That's not true. They don't want to know the answers. They don't want to investigate them because they already know the answers. You know, America has turned into a mafia state, a tiny cabal of people who have control of our government. They're using it to do war for economic profit. The difference between our mafia state now and then, the mafia helped defeat the Nazis back then, and now we're arming Nazis, he said, while Tucker Carlson laughed. Uh, it isn't, isn't it just like America to ignore the Nazis suffering at home trying to buy eggs while we fund Nazis in other countries? It's unbelievable what's happening, Dor said. This really is World War III, and why are they, aren't they investigating it? They won't even ask the question. What is he talking about? Right. Yeah, is this the same Jimmy Dore that won't go to a Trump rally and, and ask for Medi-Cal for all? Is this the same Jimmy Dore that won't go to on Tucker Carlson and, and ask what's happening with the Supreme right. Court with student loan forgiveness? Is this the same Jimmy Dore... That wants pro labor unions and dis- wants to go on Fox and discuss that. The guy is a Miscavige Elrond Door grifter. He's a grifter. And then you've got, I think, Bill Maher coming out of nowhere saying, see, it was always determined that natural immunity was just as strong as getting vaccinated, where I could probably Google that and probably say, not entirely true. Right. Yeah. No, I Everybody don't. Everybody just wants a place to stand down and to make a difference. And the problem with people like Dora and Tucker and the reality of the world is that you don't really make a difference. You're not that important. Yeah. You're just a guy that's tweeting on your China-made cell phone, driving a gas-powered car, doing what everybody else is doing, except you want to yeah. grift and you want to exist. I just talked to somebody so, in Pensacola, Florida, who said, I knew Jimmy Dora in Chicago. He was the same miserable, insufferable p- that oh, he is today. Wow. Can't say that. <laughs> I can't say p- like no, no, prick, stop no, saying stop. it. Stop saying it. I pricked my finger. Okay. All right. Uh, Dora's conspiracy-filled rant didn't end there with him claiming Russia was provoked into invading Ukraine because of I, I, something violated peace. These are all Putin talking points, aren't mm. they? Yes. I Okay. America is a world terrorist. Okay. Uh, That's why he but, lives here. Right. Dorr then praised Carlson, saying, by the way, you're the only one doing this, and I applaud you for letting people come on and speak the truth about what's actually happening in Ukraine. Um, After three minutes of Dorr's rambling, uh, Carlson said, you sound like a Putin shill, Jimmy Dorr, before laughing. I mean, this isn't funny. No, I got kids. This is a terrorist attack that Putin is propagating on Ukraine. That's why I get so angry, and that's why I call him the P-word, because I have children. Yeah. Anyway, I I hate people. I just don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get how anybody, 
Weren't, didn't we all used to stand for democracy around the world? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is not, this is an unprovoked attack on a sovereign nation. I don't get how there's even two sides to that. Unless if, if this so-called Nordstrom thing happened so many years ago, wouldn't that have been provocation for Putin to attack the United States? Yeah. You'd, think, you'd think that would have been provocation if that's the case, if that's what actually happened. And again, you ask Finland and you ask Latvia and you ask Poland what they think of uh, Putin's encroachment. They'll tell you, man, this guy is evil. And if this is true, Jimmy, why can't you in the same breath, if you believe that what you're saying is true, why can't you in the same breath on Tucker's show say that Putin is an evil P.O.S.? I could say those letters, right? Why yes. can't you say both things at the same time? I just, I don't get, especially with everything that's come out about Fox lately, just being pure lies and propaganda, which is being proven in court. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, why would anyone that purports to be from the left want to go on there and help yeah. them with their propaganda? Anyway, all right. Uh, Ryan Nichols, an East Texas man accused of using chemical spray on police at the Capitol on January 6th attack, received permission from the judge overseeing his case to pour over the tens of thousands of hours of oh security God. footage uh, Kevin what? McCarthy just gave to yeah. Tucker Carlson. What? What? Uh, right. In a bizarre filing, Nichols' lawyers say they want to delay his trial to review the 40,000 hours of footage, uh, and they want it released publicly for crowdsourcing purposes. I, I mean, I, this is yeah, just... We yeah, wanna, uh, <laughs> we want to peruse all the video of, of uh, Jeffrey Dahmer going to the gay clubs on the nights where he didn't bring somebody home. We need to pour over that, even though we discovered all the bodies in his house. Give us, I want to see his birthday party when he was 11. Can I, can I pour over the footage of uh, his trip to Disneyland? What the heck does that mean? They just, and meanwhile, I love this. I just, this I guess is not a surprise, but Fox News uh, has been accused of a, a, forbidding a progressive organization from running an ad on the network that, that basically just says what's happening because yeah. they won't allow, of course, any news about the Dominion lawsuit, right? Um, it's from the uh, Move On the pack. It says, texts show they lied to you about the 2020 election for profit. The video cycles through Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, privately trashing Sidney Powell as a complete nut, while Rupert Murdoch and Sean Hannity commented similarly about Rudy Giuliani. Um, and, you know, of course, they, they yeah. won't air it. They, Howard Kurtz, we were talking about, Chris brought this up, addressed criticism. You know, that that he won't even, he's supposed to be covering the media. Right. And this is the only story in the, you know, covering the media right now. He said, I believe I should be covering it. But the company has decided as part of the organization being sued, I can't talk about it or write about it. I strongly disagree with that decision. But as an employee, I have to abide by it. I mean, <laughs> they're admitting to their own censorship on top mm -hmm. of their own lying, right? Yep. It's a, it's a horrible network, and well, Jimmy Jimmy Dore is everything that John Stewart is not. At least John Stewart had the courage to go up and confront Tucker on his own show and, and put him in his place. Yeah, you can tell the difference between somebody who really cares and somebody who's a grifter. And yeah. it's so sad that people buy into their lives are so boring that they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the conspiracy comedy tour to make my life interesting. Okay, guess what? You're not moving the needle a single bit, and you're pouring all your money into a grifter, dude. Yeah. You're wasting I, your time. And I take Howard Howard Kurtz to task quite a bit on Twitter. Yeah. But he's he's absolutely right on this. That yeah. he should be talking about it and he's yeah. missing out on not talking about it. Yeah. Well Yeah, and I'm sure you covered the story about the Trump supporters that got told to leave the premises at a of DeSantis the DeSantis rally. It's falling yeah. in on itself. Yep. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's that's my favorite fascist bag of rights. I love it. The guy goes, I am a Trump supporter, but I gotta do my law. You're acting like the far left. No, Jimmy Dore's the far left, you fool. 
this really is like a young Frankenstein that just doesn't end. Mm-hmm. They built this monster. We were talking about Brian, yeah. Brian Kilmeade running around a diner trying to find anyone that supports Gober, DeSantis. <laughs> like, nope, nope. It's still the Trump monster. You are yep. beautiful. You're beautiful. Megasantis. <laughs> it's the giant Godzilla versus Megasantis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What the hell was that? It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. It's Coffee with Carlos, everybody, 23 yes. minutes after the hour. I'm just Hi. following up on the whole Bill Maher thing, and, and basically, yeah, in, in cases where it was pre-Omicron, they had nice rates of people who did get infected had some immunity, but not with the latest variants. And scientists pretty much say, you know what, just get vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, I don't rely a, on that, I, especially if you're older. Or I read younger. a great thread by Seth Abramson, you know, this week that Carlos, it just is so depressing that on on the subject of COVID, Trumpism has won. I guess, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. Only 15 yep. percent of us are fully vaccinated with the bivalent. And he was saying that you people don't get vaccinated are walking bioweapons. Mm-hmm. It is the yep. reason we are still losing 3000 people a week. It's the reason we have all these variants because of this trumpet. Because he said because of Trumpism. I mean, yeah, this all comes from the perspective of saying, like, see, I'm not getting sick. Yeah, but you could pass it on to somebody else. And okay, right, right, right. Exactly. Um, Okay, you mentioned the big fascist bag of rats between uh, Trump supporters and DeSantis. Yep. I was saying they could all get together and go to Hitler Burger since they're all, you all, you all like fascists. Well, and they're Just pick one, just pick one. Oh, Stephanie, would Zelensky be there since he's a Nazi? (laughs) Okay. Here's my point: is that, uh, uh, yeah, the we, you've said this early on, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I think, uh, so far you hold him up to the light. He's just he's a horrible candidate. Yeah, he's not. He's good. a terrible speaker. He's thin-skinned. He doesn't know how to debate. He only right. He's a gives, bully. That's he's not thin-skinned. He only told high schoolers to take off their mask. Okay. Uh, a scathing New York Times review has blasted his his new book as mechanic a mechanical excruciatingly flat mechanical tryhard reviewers said his book is so stiff stiff it reads like a politician's memoir churned out by a chat gpt the book is courageously free of anything that resembles charisma or a discernible sense of humor desantis can rail all he wants about wokeness but it can't distract from quote the dull coldness of the book's core even the title is an awkward fainted boldness while clinging to the safety of cliche i mean we just i don't know whatever the latest poll is trump beats him among republicans by 30 points 11 billion points i mean it just yeah. doesn't don't you feel like we're having a flashback like oh my god if and even if he is imprisoned, <laughs> they're going to nominate him again, right? Oh yeah, can, can he be president from his jail cell? MTG will go visit him on her knees and wash his feet like Jesus. Yeah, this reviewer—they're saying what we've been saying. DeSantis quickly mastered the negative side of MAGA politics, but he decidedly lacks people skills. Uh, Political wrote, uh, DeSantis simply lacks charm. He isn't keen on the retail side of selling his politics to the public that Trump seems to crave. I mean, I— Speaking of grifters, you just cannot believe they're going to fall for this cheap grifter again, Donald Trump. But so far, right? 
who should be in prison. Yeah. yeah. And who who is was pro vaccine. Right. I developed the vaccine faster than anybody else, and now I you shouldn't you. take it. But I developed. I, I invented it myself. Don't take it. I developed. I get credit for the thing I'm telling you not to to take. Okay. Oh my God! Wasn't uh, yeah, that people, were we talking about Woody Harrelson? To, yeah. Wasn't he also talking about the big pharmaceuticals and why won't they let you have ivermectin and what's the other stupid oh, thing yeah. that doesn't work? Uh, again, the horse. They can't. People like him and Jimmy Dore can't answer for why pediatricians give their own children the vaccine. You know right. why? Because they're not paranoid. What's the other thing? Pounds of pot smoking actors. Is that the is that the horse? Which wasn't the horse Ivermectin. one? Oh, and hydroxychloroquine. Oh, he was yeah. like, why won't they big pharmas? It's because they don't work. It's not because it's. Oh my god. They you know go what? and get it. Yeah. Start shoving it down your own gut. Right. Right. Um. All right. Here's an update. Speaking of Republicans, bag of rats. Um. Schlappy Matt. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. White men can't think. Sorry. Uh. See what you did there. Okay. Um, CPAC founder Matt Schlapp's fall from grace appears to be accelerating as employees of the organization uh, he heads are coming forward with complaints about a toxic culture he has fostered that's leading to an exodus of staffers. That was happening even before he was accused of the, you know, penis pummeling of the male staffer. You do. You're right. Yes. Um, the uh, there is a multitude of high-profile Republicans that are avoiding CPAC this year. They will not be. They will not be gifted the electricity of uh, Ron DeSantis or Mike Pence, sadly. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, the charisma void is right? going to be... Right? Is huge. Yeah. Mother, I'm not going. I'm staying here with you, Mother. Actually, Mother's no, probably man, happy no, about I think that's why they're behind this, yeah. Trump, though, right? They just have no new ideas. They don't know what to do. They have no new ideas. They hate Pence. DeSantis isn't catching on. They're just like, I don't know. Trump. I could go to CPAC and just make a killing with hang Mike Pence t-shirts. Yeah, that's true. Yes. I could just load up. And then uh, DeSantis in those white boots. Do you really want this beta male to be your president? I could just kill. <laughs> yes, Mike, Mike Pence wouldn't do very good at, at CPAC with Matt Schlapp because he's unhung. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So he can't be pummeled. presumably easily penis it's, 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 it's hard to yeah. It's hard to pummel something that small. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. It's been a while since I, I've been with a man, but I was not aware penis pummeling was a thing that was enjoyed by anyone. Yeah, it does. It seems like, uh, right, something Merid- seems like a Meredith Burgess would, in- would encourage Rocky, Burgess to, Rocky to do. Burgess right. Meredith. Right. What You're going to pummel that penis rock. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a, what's a speed bag. Yeah, speed bag. Yeah. Go get it, rock. Hit that sack. And then you do the sound of a speed bag, please. Ram that rod! <laughs> Thank you. Okay. We should we do that with with Matt Schlapp instead of Rocky? <laughs> Matt Schlapp. See, if he had a Burgess Meredith as a famous pummeling coach, he might have done better. Okay, 29 minutes after the hour, coffee with Carlos. for a minute this section i've been concerned about the weaponization of the federal government's uh, program and you know i i think it's pretty clear that the, the federal government judicial justice department was weaponized during the previous administration michael cohen went to jail for doing what donald trump asked him to do donald trump was called individual one he didn't go to jail 
Thank you. Yep. Alpha liberal, Representative Steve Cohen. A lot of bitch slapping with facts yesterday on the uh, House floor. Tracy in Mesa, Arizona. You're on with Carlos. Hello, Trace. Hey, how you doing? I, I had to bring this up. Uh, I had to sport the sport with uh, Carlos yes. because uh, we had the... Uh, uh, oh, shucks. Now I can't think about it. Hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, didn't mean oh, to say that. Okay. All right. Wow. Oh, what is going on this morning? Just... Do you see what you started, Carlos Rocky? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. He uh, he nicked his finger there. Yeah, there you go. Okay, let's. He had to sport the sport. Us guys, we okay. drink some beer and we forget about things. Charles in Miami has another question Miami. that hopefully does not involve an f bomb for Carlos. Hello, Charles in Miami. Hello, Mama. Hi. Go ahead. Um, my thing is this: how callous, how dangerous, how nasty, how stink do you have to be as a human being? You know, how hateful do you have to be? To, to um to blame everything on Fauci, to to say oh this um, leak was from a lab, and yet you 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 buck every chance to wear a mask. You expose yep. people, you know. Um, to, he to said this buck, and you, you even yes. let the you even let this president be so callous in the way he treated. Pe- I mean, you know, the way he treated this. So many people died, and it's it's such a dangerous. I mean, it's so dangerous. These people, they don't care. And they're, you know, they want to kill us. Yeah. Yeah. He's exactly, exactly right. This is why, by the way, Jamie Raskin, you just have to give him like, extra props. I'm All writing he him has in the been primary. through and has gone through, but he was amazing yesterday talking so about So if there's a problem with the Chinese government unleashing a virus, which has not been proven anywhere, but it certainly could be true, you would have to pin that on your uh, favorite president, Donald Trump, not on Joe Biden. The second thing is President Trump's own special advisor on COVID-19, Deborah Burks, I'm sure you're aware and you're, I'm sure you've read her book, uh, said that the lethal recklessness of Donald Trump's policies about COVID-19 cost Americans hundreds of thousands of lives. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just love like him bitch slapping her with, with Donald Trump's own COVID advisor's book. Right. I love how we can say the B word and not the P word. That's I know. interesting. Yeah, okay. I understand. <laughs> I'm I know, confused. Yeah, I'm so I confused. I'm like the old man in Moonstruck. I'm so confused. George um, Carlin's in heaven saying, what the... But f- the caller in Raskin <laughs> exactly pointed out the hypocrisy or the, dico- the, the, the dilemma you have with that argument, which is you unleash this deadly virus, but at the same time saying this virus will go away in the spring. It'll melt like Hershey's chocolate candy in your hand. It'll but, disappear. Yeah, it's not that big is, of a deal. We so talking, which is it? Is it a deadly virus or is it not that big of a deal? Oh, but it is deadly. In, now, now I say it's deadly. And now she is not doing a good job. Before I said she was doing a good job, but she didn't do a good job because it is deadly. And I did develop a vaccine for this deadly virus, which I said, which isn't deadly, but don't take it. Yeah, There's, exactly. Just fall exactly. in on yourself. Yeah. No, exactly. And what, uh, Travis, what were we... Um, now it's gone out of my mind, too. Well, we're having one of those days. Oh, Buck. What? Yes. Yeah, that's I said Buck. Oh, I... Buck. <laughs> Thank you. No, but, we, you know, we were just saying that it, it is extraordinary that it, it, what is when what deadly state was it? There's a measles outbreak. Uh, and they were saying it's it because a lot of Kansas. people are not vaccinating their kids now. So they're having a measles outbreak. They've found polio in a couple 
places because Trumpism has now given us this anti-vax, you know, reinvigorated this anti-vax nonsense, right? Even though he developed it. Allow me to apply my Jimmy Dore like uh, conspiracy uh, hat. Like I, I see it's the Soviets that are behind all of this. Like Putin's like, I'll show you how you divide them. Just make up a bunch of anti-vax crap and pour it in there. Yeah, exactly. And then call Ukraine Nazis and there you go. We are all finished. <laughs> Look at that. Red Dawn and not a single weapon fired. <laughs> Alan in Florida, you're on with Carlos. Hello, Alan. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yes, uh-huh. go ahead. I, I'm in, uh, I'm in, I live in Boca Raton, Florida, in uh, Century Village, which is where the old people live. Yes. And I walked out on my catwalk times. this morning. I'm sorry? And they vote five times. Anyway, I walk. Oh, yeah. So I walk out on my catwalk this morning out of my condo, and there stands my 85-year-old neighbor, Sonia. Sonia believes that anybody that watches CNN is a communist. That's why the, that's why it's a C. It's communist news network. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And anyway, she says, "I got to tell you, did you know she's a huge she's a Trumper, of course." And yes. uh, she said, "Did you know that DeSantis is a baby Trump? He is a relative of the Trumps, kind of like Schwarzenegger has a baby. Uh-huh. Now Trump has a baby from him." some kind of a situation he was in uh-huh. and uh it's the big news going around the uh the villages all over south florida that uh, oh uh, that he's I'm related the land of syphilis have you ever have you ever noticed how uh, mrs DeSantis looks exactly like mrs trump exactly which wow. one anyway that's wow a, wow that's all right the, the Marla Marla one. thank you for that what i i i'm gonna buy into okay. that i think sonia's right Really? It happened one night. I was at a party. They were serving Cuban mm. sandwiches. It mm. put me in a mood. What, Carlos? Why <laughs> did we always were we always a, a, a network, just a country of ridiculous conspiracy theorists? Or is this? Yeah, when you why? travel around the country, I was telling Chris. I, I went to places this last weekend, and when you travel around the country to the the uh, red states, it's yeah. or even parts of California, yeah. even but your neighborhood, is, even your neighbors. You particular you is going on that people will, internet, internet. They will believe people, anything. People are in their yeah. own bubbles on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You just see it more prevalently and more blatantly in the red states. But people all over here in California, in blue areas, as Chris will say, that the, the the internet and social media permeates everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's kind of scary. You start talking, you're like, what? Uh-huh. Right. All I want to say is to like, ask your doctor about the vaccines. They're probably going to pretty much say, you know what? You don't have a pre-existing heart condition. Go ahead. It's probably safe for you. You're going to be fine. Vote blue because there is no third party choice. It's the only choice that you have. Just be moderate. Just be center left. Try to get Medicare for Medicaid for all. Try to help poor people. That's the best you're going to do. That's it. That's wrapped up. Okay. I just, have you ever talked to someone and they seem normal and then you just start to, the words come out of their mouth that you're like, what? No. What? I don't, where did you hear? Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Michael in the Bronx, you're on with Carlos. Hi, everybody. Two mayoral problems here, one of which befits of what you're talking about here. Ron DeSantis really is full of it and how dangerous it is. He is a Trump. 2.0 2.0 and a Giuliani 2.0 because I got to tell you Rudy Giuliani the same Rudy Giuliani that was Trump's attorney when he was here 
as New York mayor, he behaved the exact same way. He would attack those that questioned him, criticize him, who stood up for their rights, used his cops as props to commit the most criminal or terror-like um, terror thing and always using the term law and order BS. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And add to that, and add, and add to that, um, these right-wingers, they're so hypocritical when they want to say about separation of church and state. Our current mayor, um, Eric Adams, he was at a, um, a spiritual right. breakfast, and oh. he was speaking about God and everything. Why is it right-wingers want to criticize him for his speech at a spiritual-like atmosphere, but they sure as hell don't want to um, honor the separation of church and state when it comes to abortions, when it comes to women's private um, health matters, when it comes yeah. to people's right to privacy. Transgender yeah. care. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. absolutely. I, by the way, could you take your organ out for me? Uh, right away, now I'm feeling I'm questioning the spirituality of my breakfast. I don't feel like it was that spiritual. Hmm. A, some blackberries. that uh, House of Blues gospel brush. Purple sweet potato. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. The National, you talk about, you know, fake Christians a lot, Carlos. The National Association of Christian Lawmakers is not yet a household name, but it already wields a growing amount of power, is driving forward with its aim of forcing state-imposed right-wing fundamentalism into law. A first-of-its-kind organization in U.S. history, they advance biblical legislation in America's state houses. The bills are not mere stunts or messaging. They're dark, freedom-limiting bills that in some cases have become law. The group founded in 2020. uh, Oh, Mike Huckabee advises. Okay. Oh, Oh, and and Tony Perkins. Oh, Mother Blood. No, not that guy. He's the head of the Family Research Council. No, Mother Blood. Um, No, Ben. This group is all men. Strangers in the House of Representatives. (laughs) The head of this group is a dominionist, uh, an ideology that believes Christians should assume complete control over politics and culture. He pushed an aggressive fundamental evangelical fundamentalist agenda, even beyond abortion. He also wants to roll back the clock on LGBTQ rights, saying things like we've allowed one political party in our nation to to hold up Sodom and Gomorrah as a goal to be achieved rather than a sin to be shunned. Do you think America is going to be free with a bunch of drag queens running this place? Okay. We'd so, be fabulous. Not to mention straight people that have. It would be more fabulous. Could you non- run on "Make America Fabulous" again? Yeah. <laughs> or will that? Just, or is that just trolling? I can't. In Tennessee, they got that law there, right? Y'all, y'all can't uh, have drag queens out in public. Right now, they gotta be inside. Yeah. Because, see, if they're inside, they're gonna bump into the priest that's playing with them young boys. Right. Right. And we mm-hmm. don't want that to happen. Yes. Brandy and yes, yeah, speaking of separation, it seems like church is more where that's happening than yeah. the state. But I yeah, okay. Randy in California, you're on with Carlos. Good morning. I love you all. I love you. I wanted to uh, say some uh, amazing uh, fact. I recall that seems to get no remembrance was that uh, when Trump was running for office, only two newspapers in the country approved of him. It was the David Duke's paper, uh. KKK paper, mm-hmm. and a small Berkeley paper. And also, Rocky Mountain Mike's genius mm-hmm. was um, that saw the McCarthy talking about he he stands by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, is I can't quit her by blood, sweat, and tears. Ah, uh, that made me think of that right away. Yes. and uh, yes. you might want to check out uh, Steppenwolf Monster. It's about the birth of this country and government and all that. Okay, an amazing song. All right, and Steve Miller Band's Children of the Future. Right. Well, and thank you very much rock, for. Robert. 
I love Steve Miller Band. All right, thank you. Yes, he no no relation. Hmm. Huh. All right. Are you sure? What? I note. need a cheeseburger. Do 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 do. Do, 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 Brief do. musical interlude. Bill in New Jersey. Hi, Bill. You're on with Carlos. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, regarding this thing with the uh, student debt, yeah, it, it's just so stupid because they're going to diss 40 million voting students or people who yep. are going to take a hit on this, yeah. and it's ridiculous. It's like. Um, we shouldn't be, uh, we shouldn't get rid of slavery because it's unfair to the slaves who died before them. Yeah, you know, I, 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 it's just I'm, so mean spirited to I'm, me yeah. being against, and it looks like the conservative justices are obviously skeptical right. of Biden's student Although loan Amy forgiveness. Co- I, Amy, I still don't know if they've proved the challengers have standing, though. I mean, I'm not right. Amy Amy Barrett is kind of questioning whether the state has a right to bring it to to case rather right. than the organization because right. their argument was the state's not going to lose money. Yeah. I just think so, just, but it, the, yeah, go ahead. But the argument that something that was corrected and made better um, is questionable because of the people who weren't helped by it is insane. Yes. Um, what, one other thing, uh, Governor Kinky Boots, uh, you know, he, <laughs> he had those things right when he was in the middle of going after drag queens and stuff mm-hmm. and trans. And he comes out looking like that. And yeah. uh, it's bizarre. Um, yeah. One last thing. Uh, uh, Chris had mentioned a long time ago that he thought it would be weird to hear a Jew with a Spanish accent or something. I don't think um, I ever said that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to remi- remind him there used to be Jews in Spain. Sure. Huh? And, and they had their own language, right. Ladino. A lot of them are in South America. I think that Carlos is... And there's a pretty large... Yeah, the, pretty... The, the, the lineage on my father's side is Sephardic Jews. Spain, Turkey, France, Argentina. And there's a pretty large right. Jewish population in Mexico. Hmm. Right. Crypto Jews. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, you I, said a thing at the time. I, no, I didn't. I didn't. I never judeos. said yeah. judeos in Argentina, in Mexico, in todas partes de Sudamérica. Hay muchos judeos en todo el mundo. There are many just uh, all over the South America and the, the world. Yes. And um, one of the real house husbands of Beverly Hills, the one oh. that's married to Kyle um, uh, Richards, okay. is, is Jewish from Mexico. Oh. Yes. All right. And all I have is a story about seeing kinky boots on, oh, the, yeah, on Broadway in a matinee. And it's interesting. Okay. We were talking about the Supreme Court, of course, yes. trying to negate forgiving 40 million people uh, you know, their student loans. And... Jimmy Dore won't go on Tucker Carlson oh, and boy. stand We've up come for, magically for uh, liberal people. It's so weird that he won't do that. Okay, can I tell Shocking. My, can all my story about why I love going to matinees? Because we go to bed at that stupid o'clock and get up at insane o'clock. Because I don't, so I never exactly. see shows at night. I go to matinees. But my favorite thing about matinees is the old people having, you know, well, not just eating Worthers, but having really loud conversations that they think no one else can hear. So oh, I yeah. just I just remember during Kinky Boots, there was just like a lull. There was a dead quiet in the theater, and someone turned to their husband and went, "I don't get why they're kinky. What about the boots is kinky?" It was something like that. It was super loud, like she was on a megaphone. Yeah, just oh, like they don't really get the plot, uh-huh. and then they discuss it really loudly in the middle of. The, is that fantastic. a man in a dress? <laughs> what is? I don't get it. Those, what is he even saying? Those are the kinds of people that are on the Citizen app. Yeah, that's yeah. I've become that person. Uh-huh, you, right, yes, I've become. You have. Yeah. Those are uh-huh. people. They're voters. Yep. 
and the next door app. Oh, next door is next door is even worse yeah. than Citizen. Oh, my girlfriend's all about the Citizen app. Oh God, she's she's like an eighty year old guy with a ham radio, Carlos. That's what my life is like. <laughs> hey, somebody's taking out the garbage, honey. Someone's exactly. Someone's not recycling four blocks away. Let's go. Recycling, we please. We're gonna have one of those, yeah, golf carts. Uh Let's go. On the famous Stephanie Miller show, where Tom Freckman was part of the canine unit with a dog on the back of his bicycle. (laughs) Canine Patrol. We shot that in Venice Beach. Yes, on the ill-fated Stephanie Miller late night show in nineteen ninety-five. But we got paid millions. Yes. Oh, did we ever? Oh my God, that's like my favorite show ever. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. portion of the Stephanie Miller Show brought to you by American Cruise Lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whether you're a history buff foodie, thank you. That's your American Riverboat. They have a new fleet of American Riverboats, you know. They do. They're fantastic. Uh, you could, uh, they have a little something for everybody. How about the mighty Mississippi River Tour? Uh, you discover Civil War history, savor Cajun cuisine in New Orleans, experience the roots of rock and roll in Memphis. How about other side of the, uh, the country? How about the Columbia and Snake Rivers? You could visit the scenic landscapes of Multnomah Falls, Mount St. Helens, the Columbia River Gorge, retracing the steps of Lewis and Clark. Wow. Mm-hmm. We've told you about the lobster bake. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, the, right? Lobster. Seaside villages in the, uh, uh, New England. I mean, they have something literally for everybody. Come aboard, Carlos. Come aboard. Oh. I just wanted Can you... Is that a seagull? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear. <laughs> and the good news is you get breakfast out of your teeth when you do that. So that's good. Okay. You can sit on your balcony and just uh, look at the sights as their crew provides the highest level of personalized service. Request your free cruise guide today at AmericanCruiseLines.com. Coffee with Carlos Alzor. Rocky. Oh, that's his name. Uh, I was trying to think yesterday, Travis. The other... it's an entire party of liars and grifters. So not George Santos, Andrew Ogles of Texas, oh, or yes. excuse me, Tennessee. Pardon me. I mean, <laughs> just I, I, he said he's an economist. He has no degree in economics. Nope. He said he was a uh, he had background in law enforcement, fighting international sex trafficking. In fact, he flunked out of uh, being a volunteered sheriff's deputy. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, Andy. Yes, exactly. He's like a right a fired Barney Fife. I mean, they're just. Okay, I didn't even get to the latest Trump criming and Steve Bannon saying he's not going to prison, even though he's going to prison. Yes, he's going for to being a, another lying grifter. Carlos, we love you. How can we follow you and support you? Follow me on the Twitters and the Instagrams and the TikTokers. And you know what? Consult your doctor and pediatrician, get a vaccinated and vote blue. Thank you. Thank you, Carlos. See you tomorrow on the Stephanie Miller Show.